You're listening to Trent Talk, your Halo by Halo guide to America's greatest treasure, Trent, Trent Reznor. Reznor. Uh, today we're discussing the other half of Ghosts. Ghosts 3 and 4. Which came out in 2008 and it is Halo 26. You know what this song kind of reminds me of? I have a pen. Oh, God. I have an apple. Stop. Oh, Apple pen. I'm really sad that there's no um, there's no emoji for pineapple. Yeah, it's it's kind of disappointing. Like, what, else, what else do we need? We need a roll eyes emoji. Everyone knows that. We like, have one. We have one. We have a wait. When did we get a roll oh, eye emoji? Oh jeez, you're an Android user. We got that with the tacos, dude. We won that with civil rights. Um, we just need an eye roll Facebook uh, reaction. Yeah, it's weird how so is emoji like a corporation? Do they? Is that intellectual property of someone? Because, like, it's weird how it's different on every single platform. Like, and it, yet it's approaching universality. But well, just let's not look there. it up, shall we? Yeah, why not? Uh, emoji are ideograms and smileys used in electronic messages and web pages. Emoji are used like, em- yeah, we know. Emojis. Originating on Japanese mobile phones in the late 1990s, emoji have become increasingly popular worldwide, blah, 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 but like... Wait, I think there was something about an emoji conference. Yeah. Emoji con. What the... What is that? We have we have discovered something that is making me happy. And it happened happy. in San Francisco this year. How or what is an emoji con? Was there like a keynote speaker? Were there like workshops? Like what, well, what hopefully, the hell is this? Hopefully it was a bunch of people coming together to really like Okay, that's fucked. Say what we need. Like we need other emoji. So you pulled up a New York Times article and I couldn't help but land hack you mm-hmm. and see that uh You're sitting the, next in, to, for the listener, the, he's sitting next to me. He didn't land hack anything. Well that's that's what land hacking is. Oh is that? Uh, I thought it looking, was looking at the other person's screen. That's all land hacking is? Yeah. You? That's a really technical name for something really simple because and stupid. Because nerds are nerds griefing are, other nerds. God, nerds, get a life. But look, there's a pineapple in that picture. Yeah, there it is. What else could that be? That's a pineapple. <sighs> okay, where's my phone? I know. This is this is absurd. I want to get to the bottom of this. I mean, we won the hot dog and the taco. That was big. We don't have a pineapple. I have, I'm looking at emoji right now. We don't have a pineapple. So what's great about the album Ghosts 3 and 4 <laughs> is that these songs are like emojis of music. No, they're, first of all, emoji. Without words. Emoji, the, asing- the, the, the plural of emoji is emoji. Can we just start there? But I like feeling like a dad. These are the emojis of music. Oh, God, it hurts. Don't. The emoji. The emo, um, emoji. <laughs> the emoji-san of music. <laughs> the emoji. Spelled the same. You just pronounce it differently. Emoji. Um, we're miles off topic. Um, Emojises. Let me just give credit to Dax Florian for the remixes we've heard of Ghost 34 and Ghost 35, which are going to be coming up hot. We, are, uh, we heard 35? It's, we're in the middle of it right now. Is it one of your faves? It says, it says 34. Uh, oops. Nope. We're still in 34. Okay. All right, hey, folks. I don't know. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> We're my first time doing this, apparently. <laughs> Reading? I'm just kidding. 
I mean, it switched tone. It, switched. it did. There was, there was like a, a serious Mars Volta. The song is now completely different. Move. <sighs> Excuse so, me. I've so been how a you yawn. Been? How you been, Claire? I've been I Just working. Making them pods. Editing them pods. How you been? Pretty much the same. Yeah. We enjoyed a holiday. Yeah, we did. We saw San Francisco. You for the first time. Yeah. Missed EmojiCon. Fucking how? I think they were handing out pineapple emoji there. I hope, yeah. I mean, I hope... I'm bothered by how this pizza emoji is a completely different quality from the rest of the emoji. Well, I'm just bothered overall that Apple has not retired that aesthetic of everything has to be a shiny bubble. I like it. They need to bevel and emboss everything. Yeah, it's cute. I do prefer I do prefer the Twitter emoji set the most. Yeah, it's simple. Like no outlines, right? Yeah. It is really nice now that I now that I completely go back on what I just said. We don't need Photoshop filter that somebody mastered in 2003. But it's the look. It's consistency. You want your brand to be consistent. And that's what Apple does. Well, it's a good thing they don't own emoji. I mean, they had emoji before anybody else, though. I was wondering about that. It said emojis first appeared on Japanese mobile phones. What what do they got over there? Like, what's a a phone for them? (laughs) That sounded... I'm sorry. (laughs) That sounded I, really... Hey, it's okay. I can say it. I can say it. Because I'm racist. Okay. No, I'm... I mean, I, it sounded bad. Disclaimer. <laughs> so I'm assuming you got your Nokia's and your Samsung's and your Motorola's. And... I think so. a lot of those are... Aren't some of those also Korean? I don't think... I think it's a carrier. I think it's a carrier. Well, I don't fucking... Why are we doing this? Can we talk about Nine Inch Nails? Let's do that. Jesus Christ. So 2008 was a really prolific year for Trent Reznor. He released not only Ghosts. um, There were like two or three projects that were released almost like just a month after each other. Like there was Ghosts. There was Nicky Tardust. There was... How to Destroy Angels. How to Destroy Angels, Angels, the EP. Was Was it social? This was was a big, big year for Rescue Yeah. We're going to be living in 2008 for a while, which is cool because um, that's when we, uh, that's when we elected President Barack Obama. Yeah. Can we go back? Can we? Can we go back? I think I had just turned 18 too, and it was my first, my first time. Voting? It felt so magic. Um, It was my first time giving a shit. Yeah, I gave so much of a shit that um, I was with like the Demo- the, the Democratic movement at well party the Democratic Party. Um, <laughs> it stops being a movement once it's a thing um, at my college, and they were putting together. They were like busing people to Las Vegas to campaign for Obama. Your college from by San Francisco, yeah, right? That one. Yes. Or I guess it's closer to Sacramento. It's, yeah. I'm just trying to give like a. Um, for yeah, the I mean, listener. It would be a long trip. You went to Las Vegas? Uh, no. That's this is where that story's going is like and it was also on Halloween because election night that okay, year was Okay, they on the went to Las Vegas? They went to Why Las not Reno? I don't know cuz basically what they were doing is just phone banking. You know, it's all that stuff where you just you call people and make sure they're getting out to vote. Like but why do you have to go there to do that? Um because you're because that's you're crazy. in Las Vegas on Halloween. Like yeah, but would, we just did that. 
That's an insane. Yeah, we just did that, but not from Sacramento. That's a really long drive. But like, so I missed that <laughs> opportunity because I was begging my professors to go. I was like, hey, I'm gonna miss midterms, but kind of gonna do the right thing and make sure the right guy wins the presidency because John McCain. Yeah. Uh, I think is the right guy. Um, and I missed out on that because one professor said, I will fail you if you do that. Um, Jeez. First world problems, man. You call that a democracy? Which is weird because then, like, after Halloween, I had the saddest Halloween ever, and then uh, a TA said, oh, you should have just asked me. I would have, you know, you could have just not shown up. I was a freshman, so I didn't know that not showing up is, like, what 60% of people do in college. Mm-hmm. And is not mm-hmm. a big deal. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But forgive me for caring about my education equally um, as I don't forgive politics. you. I'll never, I'll never forgive. I'll probably forget, but I'm never gonna forgive. All right. Yeah, let's this uh, is now let's actually uh, let's actually yeah, listen please, to this please, album oh maybe. God, please. <laughs> the listener's just like, great, you guys again. <laughs> yeah, what were, where were you up to in 2008? Listening to Nine Inch Nails, no doubt. Uh, y- yeah, I was. In college, listening to this album. This very album. I mean, not the remix we're listening to, but... I think I had a version of Ghost in my car forever. Okay, so we're going to start off with 19 Ghosts 3 by Trent Reznor, 2008. By who? Wait, what? You're listening to Trent Talk. You're Halo. Trent Reznor, that's who it is. Did we... Never mind. Sometimes I do that just to remind myself. We didn't do the the second half of our fun intro, but that's okay. Oh. No, 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 it's over. It's done. We did it. We did. I mean, we didn't do it, but it's done. Just imagine. wanting to come in but it's real good that's what it's it's got like this rhythm to it it's uh i'm not sure if it's like a weird time signature because it's got like this push and pull Uh uh-huh uh-huh it's good it's all it's all good stuff i like this this isn't terribly familiar to me for some reason i would say it harkens most back to uh the downward spiral era is that what you think it harkens most back to what's wrong with (laughs) harkening I, th- I would say that it harkens most back. Don't harken shame me. I just want... No, crank it. No, I want to hear us better. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> Was that good enough? <laughs> Guys, I've never done this before. <laughs> just kidding. Okay. Oh, check it out. Hi. Fun factoid. 19 Ghosts 3 was played live the secret show in Los Angeles. So that was the um, underground art revolution. Yeah, 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 yeah. Cool. Awesome. Yeah. Cool. Pretty. Cool. Wait, wait. No, that's yeah, actually a different secret show. It wouldn't be the secret show for year I'm zero sorry. if I'm this sorry. was the album they were playing. Yeah, cool. So it was played at the Forum in Los Angeles, California, as part of the Lights in the Sky tour. This was... It would be pretty incredible if they were playing it as their art underground movement during the year zero. But it wasn't a thing. It was not a thing.
plus is 20. 20 ghosts, 3. Cool. So, um... People... Well, person, because nobody talks to us. Why don't you talk to us? Person seemed to really enjoy uh, the direction we went with the last episode, so I figured we could do something similar. Um, I also pulled up some uh, AMAs on Reddit from Trent Reznor and Rap Sheridan, and I tried to find some juicy nindies on Tumblr, and it's mostly images and sex stuff. Um... So that's where I'm Ew, at. Sex stuff. Well, it's not good audio content. Um, I have a poem. Thank so God. So I'm, I'm on DeviantArt, and I couldn't pass this up. Sometimes just the first two words of a poem will just grab you. Yeah. So this one's called... Duh. I, I can't even... Okay. <laughs> I thought that was the name of the poem. No, it Duh. is. It's absolutely uh. the name of the poem. Sir Shadow Lord. No, but when you were like, I, th I was like, wow, how do they spell that? What's great about this podcast is you can hear how supportive Claire is of me. <laughs> <laughs> so here is Sir Shadow Lord. Lo, for what has come into mine line of sight, I shall fall to the ground at thy terrifying presence. As the overpowering darkness doth make oneself weak. That is not good English at all. No. Behold, it is Shadow Lord, bitter prince of the night. Wait, 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 wait. I need, I need like a Shadow Lord voice. It is Shadow Lord, bitter prince of the night. I do so wish I could tell of the extraordinary pultritude that has burdened thine serpentine angst-ridden soul. But alas, I could not begin to do thyself justice. All I can express is mine enduring, full-fledged gratitude. For you, you hath showered me with a glorious bloody rain in the form of venomous words and time-mastered critique. This one experience shall stay within mine own heart. As I have learned from you, there is much to be gained. Lord, wait, hang on. The, 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 the speaker is changing here. Or was the speaker never Shadow Lord? Because uh, this next uh, one is... Milord! No, here we yeah. go. Milord! Milord! This Milord. unworthy peasant asks to bestow some advice. I beseech you to use a glorious new invention to carry you through. Spell checks shall prove itself worthy to thine own dark eyes, or would that be too much of a self-defeating grand sacrifice? Spell check? I, this poem is all over the fucking place. Uh, yeah. I shall part as a closing passes through my lips. Be watchful as you know not where thou dost tread. Let this be a truthful and sacred lesson learned. And as thou doth walk out, on thy cape you best not trip. I have so many thoughts. Um, first of all... Weird, weird, weird. First of all, I had to look up the definition of pultritude. Oh, it's a, the ugliest way to say beautiful. A, a great physical beauty and appeal. Pultritude. It is ugly. I think you could... Um, you could, I think pultritudinousness would be... Oh, here's 21 Ghosts 3. Can I crank it up a little bit? Can I get a little more? Can, I get a little, can I get a little more? Can I get... Pultritudinousness. Tudinousness? Um... And if we want to get the full behind the scenes of oh, Sir Shadow Lord... Oh, please, please. 
This poem is in response to a comment left by uh, name omitted, who so graciously made the time to critique my work. Wow, way to write a Nine Inch Nails song. And that's why this is tagged, Nine Inch Nails. <laughs> I was kind of wondering. If you're going to make a dark, dank, lusty, ravenous goth poem like a th- all the thousand others on this site, at least you could do some kind of verse or rhythm. Your poem reads like a run-on sentence. The breaks make no fucking sense. What's great is people can like still be abusive... Uh, snobby trolls on the internet about poetry. Right. Poetry. Poetry. The thing that doesn't actually need to make sense or have or have rhyme or it's, or it's verses like the, or it's rhythm. It's the freest. It's the least rules. And then still people are like, you suck! Um, I don't know if I can follow that. You could, yeah, I mean, I don't think you have a choice. Uh, uh, oh, I didn't realize. All that could have been? Um. Oh, God. Yeah, I just uh, wound up deep in some uh, some more flashbacks. Okay, hold on, hold on, hold on. Here it is. Here we go. Why is, why is there a picture of Marilyn Manson? I think I know why. <laughs> is this going to be some mechanical avenue? Yeah, this, this is, is some mechanical animal flashback. This is too long. Whoa, dude. Let's get to the Whoa, first this is like 3000 words let's get to the first big break uh here meanwhile no not before no let's read up until that point okay sounds good hmm mumbled ginger wait hmm. am i Marilyn? yeah i don't know how you want to break this up you want to be the narrator and i'll just do i'll do the quotes um i don't care hmm Mumbled Ginger. <laughs> mm. Marilyn echoed. This is weird. Okay. In all honesty, neither Marilyn nor Ginger found this situation very awkward. This situation being both the men kneeling on the dirty tour bus floor, though the tour had been finished, each without their best friends. What? Ginger absentmindedly picked at the oddly placed carpet of the tour bus floor, then proceeded. Oops, my thing flipped out. To pick the dirt out of his nails. If he didn't have anything to fiddle with, he would have gone mad. After around five minutes of doing this, Ginger finally cleared his throat and spoke calmly with a dead tone of voice. <coughs> so it's easy to let go of people, is it? He questioned Marilyn beside him, yet looking straight ahead, staring into nothingness. Everything depends. Marilyn began gathering his thoughts. When you care so much for someone that you would want it to be easy for them whether it is for you too or not oh um you'll th- how, how, did, how did he sound i already I forgot i, I can only carry one matter. voice in my head at a time it doesn't matter. um you let them go so they wouldn't feel bad if you tried to stop them exactly <laughs> silence God, fell so again <laughs> exactly ginger recalled the times in his mind when he begged john not to leave Remembering how he wept like a lost child, a child lost of their lover. Why do tra- children have lovers? Children don't have lovers. Yeah, not a fan of that word. Uh, no. Um, no. Okay. I wait, lost. wait, 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 wait. No, I think that's just a that's just a typo. It's a lost child of their lover. A child so lost. So the they of does not refer to lover. the child. I don't think that that's what's going on. Here. I, I don't fucking know. Why did you? 
I just I wanted to get a little more bit of its uh, atmosphere. So loud. Twenty-two okay. goes three. He felt foolish for crying now, though he rarely cared whether he cried. What if John felt fed up of him for that reason? It was my fault, Ginger thought. Marilyn may have been the one to let him go, but it not just the lead singer's right to choose. So Ginger had a choice. I can't do this. <laughs> I can't do this. <laughs> Can we stop? Yeah. Sir Shadow- <laughs> Paging Sir Shadow Lord, we need spell check. Wow. So many checks. No, um, that actually brings me to, uh, I found an article I wanted to read about, um, it was, it's like a, a biography of Trent Reznor in Metal Hammer magazine. Um, and if that magazine does not sound familiar to you, that is because it is Polish. So I guess the text I'm looking at is the Polish translation, which is very, very good. 23 goes three. Trent Reznor, really vulnerable man. I have to admit that another of my musical dreams came through. Um, so, I mean, a, the, a lot of it does work, but at a certain point it starts to fall apart. Uh, I know you had answered this question hundreds of times, but your Polish fans are surely interested in why you had to anticipate your new record as many as five years. Therefore, please give an answer to this question for us, too. <laughs> And then here's Trent. First of all, the here's accent Poli- is here's, ridiculous. Here's Polish Trent. After recording of Downward Spiral, we toured for over two and a half year. We were extremely exhausted with all the concerts and took a bit longer break. Then I got involved in Marilyn Manson's Antichrist Superstar. Um, there's just a, there's a lot of it that doesn't work. Does this have to do with ghosts? Nothing. Oh, okay. What does DeviantArt have to do with ghosts? Well, but you're reading an article that could have been read a long time ago. Yeah, it was in 2000. No, it's okay. It's okay. I was just hoping there would be more goofy syntax errors. Oh, I guess if it's in 2000. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's okay. <laughs> we got to believe in ourselves. <laughs> I don't believe in anything. Ten years ago, I was cleaning toilets. Then I was cleaning recording studios. Then I was recording demos for various groups. Deep in my heart, I think I haven't changed that much. But the outside situation has changed so much that it was no way to stay the same person. That there was no way to stay the same person. When do you feel happy to play this role then? I like doing what I do. I mean, playing and creating music, working in the studio, giving concerts, and watching people's reaction to what I've done. I just do not enjoy this rapping that comes along with it. Trent Reznor chafing at the wrapping paper on his soul. Got anything for us? Are you... I, I'm, I'm abandoning this article. Okay. Um, well, I was just looking through um, a Reddit. I'm oh, n- hang on. Okay. One last parting shot. Trent is known for his harsh comments addressed to the artists that don't hit his taste. And, for instance, he considers Fred Durst, Limp Biscuit's lead singer, a real asshole who simply deserves a heavy kick in the ass. Can't argue with that. There's, I couldn't have put it better myself. <laughs> Let me... So, I think the earliest AMA I could find easily was four years ago. So, it's still a little bit down the road. Let me see. Yeah. The only thing 
I mean, so we've time traveled into the past many, many times before. But I know. Into the future is like the real no-no. I mean, there's not much we can do with ghosts. I think we can allow it this time. We're actually... Yeah, let's do it. Okay. Yeah, the only thing about ghosts is will there ever be another set of ghosts? I very much enjoyed... No, there's no answer. So let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Oh, I just saw something say generally they're lazy. No. Well, okay. No, they're just shitting on... I didn't think this through very well. I thought you were going to read that for a lot longer. Um, we could take the pressure off. I mean, let's just talk. Let's just let's just discuss maybe the music. How do you like Twenty Four Goes Three? I mean, it's all great. There's not much to discuss. <laughs> just where does it take you? I've already said previously that I read comic books to this, so it always just does that. I like this one a lot because it's it's like a race scene in an anime. Mm -hmm. That's exactly what I. It's it's like it would be Akira. That's I guess what I'm picturing. Akira. Akira. Tetsuo. Did you know that 24 Ghost 3 is the 24th track on the Ghost 1 through 4 album? What? Wait. Aggressive drums and synth bass start the song with additional sound effects for the background. <laughs> Among these sound effects is the line, Get the door, get the door, from the film The Mothman Prophecies. The Mothman Prophecies! <laughs> what? Are you laughing at me or what? what are they no, doing? I'm laughing at how stupid that fucking movie is. I, is it actually Why would about? I be laughing at you. Is it actually about? Is it actually about a man who is a moth? You gotta watch the Mothman prophecies. Sounds like a thing to do. Um, but there was a sample of that in the song that I've never actually detected. Get the door. Get the door. So here's the thing. A throwback. Um, somebody asked, was there anything you didn't slash couldn't do for the Year Zero ARG slash promotions because it would have pushed the boundaries too far? And he said several ideas came up, including blowing up a building, actually incarcerating fans, and staging an appearance of the presence in real life. Can't win them all. Oh, the presence, though. That would totally be a doable thing. How? A big old hologram light show thing. Like, have everyone come out to one spot, you know? Like UFO theorists and everything, just yeah. like start start leaking like little details. Then they're all out in the desert, and then like you hit a fog machine, and then you hit like a, a hologram on there. You basically you just Tupac that shit. <laughs> you just just Tupac it for the listener. I like it. Uh, do you have anything? Twenty five ghosts three. Did you know that the it's the 25th, 25th song? 
It debuted at the Key Arena in Seattle, Washington in 2008. Though speculation exists, it may have actually debuted earlier at the Forum in Los Angeles, California during a private dress rehearsal. So and yeah, the image that comes along with it is like um, kind of like weird, creepy dead trees, Blair Witchy. Uh-huh. Actually, I think it's fennel. It's like that plant that it smells does look like, like licorice. Fennel, yeah. yeah. And that's it. Cool. Um, here's a fun question. Somebody wrote, can Rob play any musical instruments? Rob Sheridan, that being. How did he get promoted to musical responsibilities? He seems like a cool guy. And Trent wrote, he's sitting right next to me, so I can't really talk right now. That's that's a classic <laughs> Trent. When did Rob get promoted to musical responsibilities? I guess when they started doing a bunch of remix collabos and stuff. He started, uh, I mean, he's a computery dude. <laughs> so then here's, somebody really has to ask this. So here it goes. Can you disclosure, disclosure, can you disclose any future plans for Nine Inch Nails? And he just writes, sure I could. Yep. Just being a, just being a little smarmy guy there. And I don't like the use of disclosure. I mean, yeah, that worked for nobody. Um... Could you talk a little bit about how you were involved with the lighting setups for your ninja shows? I went to the Lights in the Sky in 2008, and I have to say, it was the best lighting visual setup I've ever seen at a concert. How does all that come together? Do you plan on do you plan out set lists and then sync specific lighting sequences to the songs beforehand, or is it a bit more of a live fluid process? Blah 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 blah. So we're gonna be talking about Lights in the Sky era coming up because that is, right? That's yeah, 2008, the that's the era when I saw Dan. Um, and he said, thank you. I spent a lot of time and energy thinking about how music is presented live. Lights in the Sky was probably my favorite live show I've worked so far. This was a real collaboration between myself, Rob, Roy Bennett, and Moment Factory. We set out to make an experience, and I felt really proud to put that on every night. Cryptic additional comment, 2013. And in 2013, he did release a ton of stuff. Uh, but check it out. We could go through the Pokédex on uh, NinWiki and uh, pick out interesting factoids about the personalities that we've been discussing for mm, on nigh upon a year. <laughs> nigh. Did you know that Rob Sheridan was uh, hired out of the Pratt Institute? He was a freshman in college. Trent Reznor hired him because he saw his unofficial Nine Inch Nails fan site. Above the trees, which he created in high school. Twenty-seven. And he was, Trent Reznor just rolls up and he's like, "Yo, you want a job?" And Sheridan shit his pants, and uh, then became the art collabo guy. And it says all that on the Ninwiki. That's, That's exactly right. how it's worded. Um, hi. You know, this song was just so good. I had to listen to it again. <laughs> it was so good. This house cam couldn't handle it. <laughs> We're so on point tonight that uh, we managed to not change the batteries in the Tascam, so mm, mind that little little jump there. So we were discussing Rob Sheridan and how he got the opportunity of a lifetime straight out of high school. Incredible. Straight out of high school. Crazy motherfucker named Sheridan. Yeah, I mean, Trump Reznor basically rolled up and just uh, was the George Lucas to his Harrison Ford. and was just like, yo, I'm going to make your life. And then he did. 
And like I said, this is one of my hmm, favorite ghosties. Oh no, 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 oh no, we missed out on a great opportunity. This whole time, Meathead Perspective has been giving a song-by-song synopsis of each ghost's track. Well, and here, let's, I'll go back through each song for as, as long as it takes you to read each thing. <laughs> How's that sound? Uh, okay. There's 27 that we've done so far. Count them off. Okay, no, number one. One ghost one. Oh, wait. Stop, because there's icons. So the icon for this one is sad piano and droning synths. And it's drone. Oh, no, this one's just sad piano. Okay. The album gets the party started with a slow, dreary piano thing and throws in some ooh stuff for good measure. You know, the kind of song Trent likes to make when he feels sad and lonely and old and thinks everybody hates him and just needs someone to hug him and tell him it's okay. And let's go to Wendy's and get a Frosty. Not too bad if you're into that kind of stuff. Oh, hey, and it's short. Okay, next one. It's, it's sad piano and droning synths. Which is represented by the B from Jerry, B movie. Jerry Seinfeld from the B movie. <laughs> Two which, ghosts, which one. Which would explode into meme greatness eight years later. Yeah, 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 yeah. Thank God the droning synths are back. Not to be confused with Richard Patrick's magnificent gr- drone guitar, of course. Richard is gone, and we need to just accept that and move on. There's some more mournful piano left over from the previous song in case you feel like crying a little more before the music starts to rock. At least I hope it starts to rock. Oh, please don't let this whole thing be two hours of nothing but the shit. <laughs> okay. Three Ghosts One, which has a new Taco Bell icon, which means ethic, ethnic flair. And then also sad piano and droning synths. Okay, here we go. Now it's starting to actually rock. Not a whole lot, but it's a promising sign at least. Reznor and friends pick up the pace a little with actual drums and something resembling a funky bass line. I don't know exactly what kind of weird eastern instruments he's using here, but it's making me want to eat goat meat all of a sudden. Okay. Goat meat? Not bad. Four Ghosts One, which has two new icons. I'm flying through this. Uh, Guitar wankery and ear splitting noise. Oh, you yeah, that's totally going to split my ears right now. You may not be aware of this, but Nine Inch Nails off albums often have noisy parts that make your head hurt. Four Ghosts One is one of these parts. Trent's all like, check it out, I can play guitar passively now. And then as soon as you start to agree, he's like, psych, I still suck at guitar. And then destroys your eardrums, asshole. Okay, Five Ghosts One has two new icons. So we have the guitar wankery, we have sad piano we have looming sense of dread and what was the other one is it the tambourine one no it is inhaler labored breathing okay that is a major <laughs> nine inch nails motif <laughs> for some reason the song makes me think of darth vader watching a quentin tarantino movie i'm not entirely sure why but as soon as i figure it out i won't bother to let you know uh it's slow creepy and ominous uh, ominous, ominous, and <laughs> excessive listening may have a laxative effect. Not that that's a necessary bad thing. God, I'm stupid. Okay, six ghosts. This guy's pretty good. One. Darth Vader watching a Tarantino <laughs> movie is about the best summary of that song. Six Ghost Ones has happy xylophone, um, and also looming sense of dread and droning synths. Okay. About goddamn time the xylophone show up. 
Trent has his way of taking musical instruments that aren't conventionally considered cool and, well, playing them anyway because he's weird. This would be a great song to play for kids when you want them to shut the hell up for four minutes and 18 seconds. Sure, that's ever-present looming sense of dread, but it's more of a happy kind of dread. Um... Oh, sure, there's that. Okay, anyway. Kind of like knowing that you're about to die by suffocating in a giant fudge sundae. Or knowing you still have 30 more Nine Inch Nails songs to listen to. Good God. <laughs> Seven Ghosts 1 is I, I don't know if Hot we can, Funky Beats. I don't know if we can do this. I don't know if we can do this It's Meathead. People know Meathead. Hey, what time it is? It's time to get funky. Like a pasty white girl slash guy you are. I'm guessing Atticus had a lot to do with this song because there's no way that Trent could come up with a beat that cool by himself. Either way, I'm sure you will enjoy dancing badly to this tune in your bedroom, and I'm sure I will be videotaping it. Okay, Eight Ghosts, eight ghosts one, 1 has... the eighth song on this album. Wow, has ear-splitting noise, rock out, and I think guitar wankery. Yeah, okay. Slow, sludgy cock rock jam. This song probably would have been titled, I Have a Really Big Penis, if Nin didn't already have a song called that. Guys, this would be a perfect song to play for your lady friend on a first date. You'll get into, you'll get to second base for sure, at least. And I will be videotaping it. All right, Nine Ghosts One, uh, which is the ninth song. Sad piano and droning since more piano again. At least this time, there's a little beat you can you can kind of get get into, so you don't feel too gay. Come on, meathead. <sighs> Okay, I'm sorry. Assuming you haven't already turned this off. He was living in 2000 and late. Yeah, he was. Assuming you haven't already turned this off and put on some Motorhead at this point. I can't totally blame you if you have. I mean, Motorhead does kick some ass. Okay, we're on to Ghosts 2. Is Motorhead actually any good? I don't think so. Uh, so 10 Ghosts 2 is the... I'm losing track of all of these. Ear-splitting noise... Uh, the the baby crying. It's the piano one, and then the wankery. Okay, the go the the ghost two section starts now. Apparently, it starts out actually rocking more or less. I mean, not like eight ghosts one rocking, but it'll do for the time being. This song is all loud and clangy. You like that, don't you? You would. I'm actually gonna open this in a new window so that I can keep track. Of Ghosts eleven has Taco Bell, John McCain, and Baby. <laughs> Ethnic flair, sad piano, and looming sense of dread. That's, yeah, I said. <laughs> and baby. I love these, I love these icons. Okay. Oh, there's two babies. This is, I know, well, this, this is, is sad this piano is baby. Baby cry. Sad piano baby. Wow, somebody sure likes their stringed instruments. Not that there's anything wrong with that. Weepy strings and sparse piano over an ethnic beat. I'll probably be using that word ethnic a lot here. I have limited vocabulary deal with it okay 12 ghosts 2 which is sad piano rock out and ear splitting noise hey you know what this album needs some piano oh here you go an introspective pretty piano tune now relax shit it just started rocking trent makes you think he's pussying pussing out again (laughs) i wanted to say pussying out again (laughs) i don't even know what i'm saying uh, just long enough to lull you into a false sense of security, then proceeds to punch you in the head with his big, meaty, sweaty arm pictured below. And he rocks out for over a whole minute. He's still got it for now. And then it's Trent's meaty arm, and it says, I got two tickets to the gun show. All right, wait. Okay, yeah. I was going to say we could hear that rock out, but we've already heard it. 13 Ghosts 2, which is sad piano, droning, synths, and labored breathing. 
Not to be confused with that piece of shit movie 13 Ghosts. This is, oh, it's another introspective piano, pretty piano tune. Better get used to these. I guess Trent even mouth breathes into the microphone a little towards the end. And I know you ladies got all wet whenever he does that shit. Okay, okay, okay. Is I that know true? how you ladies get we all wet. We can talk about that. Um... I plead the fifth. We can talk about anything other than what we're doing right now. Of course, whenever I do it, people just ask if I'm the R word. I don't want to say it. Hey, you agreed to this. I'm already too in too deep. Because I'm in too deep and I'm trying to keep. Okay. Um, 14 goes to uh, Ethnic Flair, which is the Taco Bell icon, and Guitar Wankery. 14 goes to. Okay. Ethnic flair galore. Crazy beats and sitars and dulcimers and God knows what else. This song makes me want to call tech support while rocking out at my desk with a slurpee and a mouthful of goat meat. Have you ever had goat meat before? It's pretty good. I could go for some naan too while we're at it. He just doesn't know what ethnic, how to be ethnic about things. Okay. Go, 15 goes to, which is ethnic flair, uh, ear splitting noise, and John McCain. Uh, Looming sense, sense of dread. Okay. Hey, how about some more of the ethnic flair? Sure, why not? Uh, but can you make it a little slower and noisier this time? Can you do that for me? I mean, it's not like I'm asking for that much. Oh, thanks. Hey, uh, can you spot me 30 bucks? Fuck you then. Okay, 16 goes to. This also has that weird sample of what sounds like slamming a, a baby in a door. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway. 16 goes to has hot funky beats, tambourine again, uh, ethnic flair, cock, or rock out with the cock. It's a rooster and uh, ear splitting noise. You didn't seriously think you'd go through an entire Nine Inch Nails album without some in your face tambourine, did ya? What are you, stupid? This fast paced number not only has a spicy old school beat and piles of tambourine, but also some weird ass chanting, not to be confused with weird ass chanting going on, which I guess qualifies it for the coveted ethnic flair icon. Trent should go to Asia or wherever more often. He just, come on, meathead. Okay. I follow him on Twitter. I don't think he tweets anymore, but he had been tweeting for a while, and he's more of a reasonable person. Okay, 17 goes to. Sorry, I was reading some Inuyasha slash fic. Okay, 17 goes to has guitar wankery and happy xylophone. Things slow down a bit here, and Trent drags out the Fisher Price xylophone for some more noodling. Hey, he can't rock out as much as he used to. Cut the guy some slack. Okay, 18 goes to. Which has droning synths, uh, ethnic flair, and guitar wankery. Ghost 2 closes on sort of upbeat-ish uh, note. And there's some more weird whispery stuff going on. Control yourself, lady. We still got a long way to go. Ladies. Ladies, control yourself. Ladies. Um, it almost sounds like there are words being sung over the funky beat. And certainly there will be dorks on the internet trying to decipher them. You know, the same dorks on the internet who are still giddy because their dumb screen name showed up. But the dumb number next to it on some dumb list on your dumb website a year ago. In other words, you. I don't, I don't, I don't know. Okay, ghost three. How far did we get? Oh yeah, we got to 27. Alright. 19 ghost three, which has hot funky beats and ear splitting noise. Alright, time for ghost three. Rock! The third act begins by jumping out at you with a loud noisy beat fresh from Atticus Ross beat sweatshop. Ah, I thought that's the sweet shop at first and I was like, oh yeah, that's a good mental image. Uh, I've seen that place on Dateline, and trust me, the conditions are terrible. Kids work there for like two cents a day with no air conditioning, but the beats are so worth it. Okay, 20 goes three. Shia's trying to do literally I, anything I, uh, else. I had a thought. I'll let you go. Okay, 20 goes three. I'm so close to being caught up. Okay, John McCain, uh, B-movie, uh, ear-splitting noise, and crying baby. 
Oh, here. More doom and gloom and noise. After a couple minutes of wretched-esque droning sounds and Starfucker's-esque beat arises out of the noise and makes you even no- makes it even noisier. Then some piano comes in. Pretty standard Nine Inch Nails stuff, actually. All it needs is Trent whining about some skank who wouldn't... Oh, come on, come on, come on. I'm not saying the rest of that. Skank is an ugly word. Ladies, have sex. It's fine. You're good. 21 Ghosts 3. Uh, happy Xylophone and Beat movie. Wow, okay, more xylophone. All right, we'll do, we'll do that. The beat is fairly enjoyable, and there's some more droning synth with for... There's some more droning synth for you droning synth fans. I just... Droning synth isn't something you can just say over and over again, man. Wait, wait. I just realized something. What you're doing... So, you are describing a visual review Uh of someone who wrote that review Uh listening to Nine Inch Nails. Yeah. While Nine Inch Nails is playing. That's... I know. I know. I know. I know. I know. It's like meta and not meta. I know, I know, I know. Okay. I think this album has more xylophone in it than any other Nine Inch Nails album, including that one tribute album that covers made up mostly entirely xylophones. Well, actually, it's prob- it probably has more anything in it than... Oh, my God, I can't. It probably has more anything in it than any other Nine Inch Nails album, considering it's over 87 hours long. Okay, 22 goes 3. Crying Baby, Sad Piano, and Ethnic Flair. In a sudden, dramatic change of pace, Trent goes for the introspective, pretty piano melody. That's new. Never done that before. This time, however, he's backed by some more ethnic junk and punctuated by a sparse, heavy beat that sounds like... And then he crossed out Saul Williams' race to be lowered. Someone hitting a bunch of metal chains and plastic tubes. Of course, I am sure whatever they actually use is much more sophisticated than that. Okay, 23 goes three. Which just has ear-splitting noise. Trent's long-awaited official tribute to Michael Jordan is quite noisy, with no immediately discernible instruments. Just like that real Michael Jordan. Just like the real Michael Jordan. (laughs) What? (laughs) Whatever is in there has had the ever-loving fuck distorted out of it. Sounds like there's maybe a tuba and possibly an accordion and or jazz flute. I demand answers. And seriously, who do I have to blow to get some piping hot goat meat around here? I'm hungry. Uh, and then there's a picture of Michael Jordan. It says, at least I made it onto the meathead perspective. Suck it, Shaq. Okay, 24 goes 3, which has a looming sense of dread and hot funky beats. More funkiness ensues along with some strange vocal samples. The song would sound great in an 80s movie with Nick Nolte in it. Uh, like in a scene with Nick Nolte chasing some drug dealers in an undercover police car. Yeah, or maybe exactly Kurt Russell. Said, right? Or maybe Kurt Russell, I don't care. Yeah, Akira, Nick Nolte, same thing. 25 Ghost 3, which has B-Movie and John McCain. I'm not sure if Trent knew they were recording when this was made. Sounds like he was just testing out the drums while Oedicus left the ambience machine on before going to the bathroom. What the hell is taking him so long in there anyway? Did he fall in? 26 Ghost 3, which has guitar wankery, B-Movie, rock out, uh, looming sense of dread McCain, tambourine again, and happy xylophone. Lots of icons. They really throw everything into this rockin' number. Guitars, check. Drums, check. Droning synths, check. Tambourine, check. Piano, check. Palpable, palpable sense of unease? You know it. Okay, 27 Ghost 3, which has ear-splitting noise, guitar wankery, and rock out. Another slow, sludgy rocker. This song's pretty slow and sludgy, too. If 8 Ghost 1 didn't get you laid, this one will definitely do the trick. If not, then just give up. 
okay. here we are. <laughs> God. Can we release that as like a bonus like um, endurance challenge? Yeah. Yeah, all right. Um, it, I, it occurred to me that we are listening to ghosts. Yeah. We should just be telling some totally spooky ghost stories. So I looked up extremely short creepy pasta, ah. and uh, so here's the challenge to come up with the best horror story you can write in two sentences. Will you? I'm just gonna help. okay. Um, here's my horror story. Uh, there is no God, and we all die alone. Oh, that's one sentence. <laughs> um, oh, Trump is president is the second sentence. Oh God, <laughs> that is really scary. Okay. Um, Oh, and don't worry. I'm going to be continuing the meathead thing for every song. Okay, wild. Go ahead. My sister says that mommy killed her. Mommy says that I don't have a sister. Eh. Yeah, I know. Little easy. Little easy. Oh, I've seen this one everywhere. All right, here we go. Growing up with cats and dogs, I got used to the sound of scratching at my door while I slept. Now that I live alone, it's much more unsettling. You gotta think about it for a second, and you're like, "What?" No, you don't have to think about it. Okay. <laughs> do you got one? Do you got one? Do you got one? Don't be scared of the monsters. Just look for them. Look to your left. Look to your right. Look under your bed. Look behind your dresser. Look in your closet, but never look up. She hates being seen. Woo! Uh, <laughs> okay, I just got chills. Uh, I got chills. Um. I can't look up now. God damn it. <laughs> All right, I looked up. Don't look it, up. It was fine. No Baba Duke. Um, I began tucking him into bed, when, and he tells me, Daddy, check for monsters under my bed. I look underneath for his amusement and see him, another him, under his bed, staring back at me, quivering and whispering, Dad, there's somebody on my bed. Which one do I shoot? Or are you like, oh, sweet, bonus kid? <laughs> I now don't even want one. <laughs> you got to fight for your college tuition. All right. Oh, wait. <laughs> All right, here we go. 28, 28 Ghost Floor. B-movie and guitar. Okay. Okay, enough with that Ghost 3 shit. Time for some Ghost 4 action. Oh, crap. Looks like Trent's busted out the banjo for this one. Look oh, out. Right. And do I hear a glockenspiel? Yeah, Trent, you have a lot of instruments. We get it. You're cool. Okay. I do enjoy a good glockenspiel. <laughs> I do, too. <laughs> Which, saying it, like, m just my mouth forming the word glockenspiel is like, it's, it's almost, it feels like I'm eating German food. Just glockenspiel. glockenspiel. It's like I'm there. It just feels like I'm eating German. The doctors told the amputee he might experience a phantom limb from time to time. Nobody prepared him for the moments, though, when he felt cold fingers brush across his phantom hand. It reminds me of, um, not really, but there's a VHS one, I think VHS 2. This kid gets his eyes replaced, um, like, whatever, he can't see, so he gets some, like, electronic shit put in his eyes, and then he can key ghost. Um. Your experimental surgery comes with free superpowers. Oh, I thought you were reading a thing. I woke up to, oh, no, that's... <laughs> That was just me with a perfectly formed thought. Okay. Um, what? Weird. 
I, I have a really scary one that I've been saving. Uh-huh. So you're with your honey and you're making out <laughs> when the phone rings. You answer it and the voice is, what are you doing with my daughter? You tell your girl and she say, my dad is dead. Then, then who, who was phone? <laughs> okay. I'm going to read the one that you were going to read because I was going to read it originally. I woke up to hear knocking on the glass. At first I thought it was the window until I heard it come from the mirror again. Boo! After so many years living alone in this large house, I came to a startling revelation. In the time, in this time, I had closed far more doors than I had opened. House of Leaves. Or um, you just have a shit memory, bro. <laughs> so here's one that says, there was a picture in my phone of me sleeping. I live alone. And the top, the top comment is... Like this. Bay caught me slipping. Bay caught, uh. <laughs> Bay caught me slipping is still my favorite thing ever. I thought for sure it was going to be who was phone. Who was phone? No. Bay caught me slipping. <laughs> okay. They deliver the mannequins in bubble wrap. From the main room, I begin to hear popping. Pretty good. It sat on my shelf with thoughtless porcelain eyes and the prettiest pink doll dress I could find. Why did she have to be born still? Ugh. <sighs> it's fucked up. Ugh. So, come on. You can't misdirect <laughs> with it sat on my shelf. Yeah. Just she. She wondered why she was casting two shadows. After all, there was only a single light bulb. That used to trip me out, actually, when you got multiple sources of light in a room. <laughs> For real, though. It's like, what's, what's going on? What's well, not. I wasn't. No, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Honestly, I was always like the, the foolhardy protagonist kid in movies where it's like, I don't believe in things. I'm going to go to the place that we're not supposed to go to. And then I would go there and everyone would be, feel kind of dumb when nothing spooky happened. I Until was... I started smoking pod and then ghosts were real. I was... Well, ghosts are real. We're listening to them right now. I was the kid who was like, I don't believe in things. I'm going to go to the place you're not supposed to go. And my friends were like, no, you're not. And I'd be like, I would if you weren't so chicken and you'd go with me. But really, I knew that they wouldn't, so I didn't. I wouldn't have anyway. Okay. Working the night shift alone tonight. There is a face in the cellar staring at the security camera. Uh, there was actually... A restaurant I worked at where everybody who worked in the restaurant swore, swore, swore that old man haunted that fucking restaurant. I've never seen a ghost with mine own eyes, but I was actually like, it, it just, I was so creeped out working there because I knew that these people thought that it was haunted. Sorry, I was reading spooky things. Uh, totally, totally tuned out. Please give me, give me one no, more chance. No, you'll hear it in the edit. Give me one more chance. I worked at a place that everybody swore to God was haunted. So it creeped me out to work there. That's it. Okay. What do we got? What do we got? What do we got? What do we got? Is it 29? 29 ghosts for the 29th. Which has hot funky beats. Tambourine again. 
Sad piano. Ear splitting noise. Happy xylophone. Okay, here we go. This is more like it. Rock that tambourine. This almost sounds like something that could be on the fragile, except, you know, good. Just kidding. No, but seriously, where was this song back in 1999 when we needed it? Does he hate the fragile? He just likes to stir the pot. He knows how people have very deep feelings about the fragile. I like the sweet little slap bass there. Yeah, I don't really like this one, though. All right, let's read more pasta. Shall we? That pasta's getting cold. <laughs> oh, wait, oh, crap. You know what I just realized? We're on the Benview Network. Yeah. And the uh, highest rated show on the Benview Network is, they do exactly this. They read creepy pasta. <laughs> is that uh, what Midnight Marinara my is? My bad. No, my that's okay. Mm, bad. But we're reading short stuff. Sure. Yeah, it's like... It's That's like what Midnight little, Marinara uh, is? We're just doing like little I elbow macaroni. To it. Yeah, well, this, is, this is elbow macaroni. We've advertised their show like five or six times. Right, but I don't know. Okay. I wake up and everything feels wrong. It's too quiet outside. I look out the window and see everyone standing still looking at my house. My house... In the middle of my street. And somebody wrote, at the attic window, just above my bedroom. Day 312. Internet still not working. <laughs> no, that's spoopy. For real, though, like, how long would it take for us to all just go mad? Oh, my God. Like, everything else still worked in society, just no internet. We were all just grounded by, like, some internet god. We got in trouble. Oh, yeah. There's one that's six words. Horror story in six words. This one, because he's like, try six words. I just saw my reflection blink. Ew, no, yuck. Being buried alive was bad enough. Realizing I wasn't alone in my own grave was worse. Boo! Uh, is this uh, 30 Ghosts 4? Yes. Oh, you know what? Let's do Urban Legends. Okay. So, 30 Ghosts 4 contains looming sense of dread, sad piano, happy xylophone. This song started out, starts out sounding like it could go either way. Will it be cool and rocking like the last song, or will it be sappy poor me? Piano song instead. It actually ends up trying to be somewhere in between. It doesn't know what it wants to be, and will probably have identity issues later on in life. Other cooler songs will give it wedgies in the bathroom at school. Okay, um, there's a couple other directions we could take this. We could talk about urban legends, which can be spooky. Um, there's also, so there's this thing that I wanted to do a long, long time ago, but I think the, the McElroy I was just going to say, Mo Bim Bam does it. Yeah. So you can buy haunted shit on <laughs> eBay or things that are described to be haunted and are just like mint condition dolls that, you know, someone popped out of a box, threw some paint on, and is now selling for hmm, $25.99. I wonder what the margins on that is, you know? Because, I mean, you swoop up these porcelain dolls, haunt them, 
and then sell them. Um. But yeah, they have these really long, elaborate stories about what soul is trapped within this doll and how it's like this once-in-a-lifetime opportunity to own. Like, it's always, like there's always a fire that they're rescued from. It's, yeah. there's, there's a very limited number of tropes. Ooh, this one's extraterrestrial machine-haunted doll. So is it haunted? Oh, oh, it was already sold for 60 bucks. Ooh, wow. Holy shit, I might have to do this. Extraterrestrial machine-haunted doll. And there's pictures of uh, pterodactyls just chilling, because that's very ghost. Welcome to my auction. I have a very special treat for you today. Meet Pam. Pam's vessel is a vintage, and the spirit that resides within it is from 1970s, and she passed away at 24 years of age. Numerous testing has been performed on Pam, and Pam takes you beyond the surface of the ESP to spaces beyond planet Earth to the point where it becomes a true reality. When Pam was alive, she was very quiet individual and loved by all. Pam studied science history, science slash history, and she had strong psychic abilities such as telepathy, clair... Oh, my God. Oh, I thought that was just a misspelling. Is that a real thing? Clair audience? I don't know. That's, I wish I had a clear audience. Sometimes you don't pay attention to me. Are you talking? And clairvoyance. I have owned Pam for a while, and in my mind, I developed ESP. <laughs> in my mind, I develop ESP. And that exists only in legends or myths or in fiction. I thought that for a while that be my imagination was Pam Vessel become a target of research study by a paranormal investigator who has studied the world phenomenon activity of March 20 years in his experience with Pam. Okay, okay, you're not even saying words. I am, so. <laughs> <laughs> she took him to places in his dreams, to places that he has seen only in movies. He said he could not be touched by... Oh, God, that's getting hard. He said he touched that's what appeared said. to be a UFO. <laughs> okay, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. We got 31 goes for... Mm, We're back in Cock Rock territory. <laughs> Don't be surprised. You knew it was going to happen. Actually, this is one of those songs that will give the previous song wedgies. This is a standout track. Nice and noisy. Downward Spiral X. Just how you like it. I actually wish it were a little longer. Trent wishes the same thing, no doubt. And it has the rock-out symbol, ear-splitting noise, and guitar wankery. I found a haunted lamp. Are you still... Whoa, whoa, whoa. I want to hear about this lamp, though. It actually seems like a punctuated description as well. This was a lamp my mom just loved. When she passed away in August 2013 at age 82, I stayed at her empty house for her funeral. When I got to her house, I found a light on in the dark house When I found and found my name sort of written in cursive on the, in the electrical cord. What? Like the cord was laid in a name. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I need to see this. Did you just poop yourself out? A little bit. Ew, no, don't do that. Convenient that her name is three letters. His name? I think it's like Lori or something. Joe. It says Joe. Joe? Anyway. This was also witnessed by my wife and 12-year-old son. Yeah, I guess it would be Joe. (laughs) Ironically, the picture was taken at midnight. As you can see by the picture, I had driven to her house late outside outside Toledo, Ohio, from where we live outside Nashville, Tennessee. When I straightened out the cord, believing it to be a weird coincidence, two days later, as I continued to stay at my mom's house, it happened again. My son and I witnessed it the second time occurrence, much like the first. I had a picture of this too, but I lost it. Blah, 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 blah. The second occurrence led to me accusing my sister of a cruel hoax, but she denied this. When my mom's estate settled, I brought, brought the lamp out here to Albuquerque and had it in my apartment when my wife and I separated... I lived there by myself, and when I found the lamp, it would turn itself on multiple times during the day and night. And if I found if I swore 
Wait, and I found if I swore, it would turn out. LOL. Sometimes strange things like books falling down on the bookshelf would happen as well. The lamp freaks my son out, and I was worried more about my electrical bill, so I left it unplugged. Nothing happened when unplugged, and my name, Joe, forming in the cords has not happened since my mom's funeral. Oh, fuck, okay. So what, what is, the lamp just spells your name and turns on when you don't want it to turn on? I mean, that's like a my le- my little toaster, or sorry, brave little toaster level of haunting. I conflated my, my little, little pony, pony and brave little toaster doesn't haunt. Exactly, because he's a toaster and he does toaster things. Okay, like that lamp does lamp things. Two ghost four. This is another song that would sound great if Nick Nolte. For Nick Nolte to chase drug dealers, too. I know I say that about lots of songs, but I'm serious about this type. Maybe he could follow them to a dark shipyard for a shootout or something. How old is that guy, anyway? I wonder if it's too late. Does anybody know how to get in touch with his agent? And it has a looming sense of dread. So, Pam. Hold on. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. How much was this? Two viewers per hour on this lamp. Starting bid, 50 and I, it looks like it's raised to $129. Tell me you more about that. You can buy Pam. it now for 129 Oh, I see. I see You want to get that sweet name yeah. spelling? Ghost Lamp! Okay, go ahead. Um, so I was reading up on what Pam's actual powers are. Uh-huh. Uh, honestly, I think for the price, she beats the hell out of this fucking lamp. Um, so when you dream, she takes you back to the times of dinosaurs. Um, when I had Pam in my home for a while, I had a wild dream one night. I was riding on the back of a pterodactyl flying dinosaur, and the paranormal investigator who owned Pam for a while said it was like he was living in the age of dinosaurs. Like he was in a movie. Okay, they have a really hard time expressing themselves. Okay, she is not only your extraterrestrial machine, but she is also your dream machine. If you were like me, I hated science and history in school, but getting to actually live what was studied was a wild journey, an exciting adventure, and something to give you to actually look forward to bedtime isn't such a dreaded experience, but becomes a true joy. Um, this is there's, too there's a lot to pull apart there, but basically it's a, a, a time machine slash magic school bus living inside of a generic-looking piece of shit doll for $60, and it has sold. Oh, my God. How do you say this word? Gin. D-G-I-N-N. It's what, um, it's what Shaq became at the end of Kazam. Oh, okay. Gin doll amulet. So it's just a little red stone. Half inch. This amulet seems to change in various light. has a life of its own. its own. Attracts and draws the gin type energy. Most doll amulets are placed on dolls to attract a single energy to them. One amulet per doll spirit. Okay, good. We have been selling doll amulets for a while now and have many happy customers. Doll amulets are mainly used for increasing an already haunted or spirit-bonded item's activity. Simply place the amulet onto the item, and that is all. Uh, some people like to wear these amulets because it will deeper it will deeper one's connection <laughs> with the spirit realm and to one's haunted item. If you do not have a haunted or spirit-bound item, but have something that you would like a spirit to go into, then place one of these amulets onto them. No, thank you. Never accepting jewelry from anybody ever again. And it's eight dollars. <laughs> that is a bargain. It's under how many? $8. How much is that? How many gin bucks is that? <laughs> I 
don't know. Okay, um, I, I wanted to take this to the next level. So the paranormal collector slash vendor who was uh, getting rid of Pearl, her time-traveling doll, um, she is a power seller on eBay and has many positive reviews, which I find hard to... That how? Um, so I just wanted to go in and read a few of them. Thank you. Love the doll. Fast shipping. <laughs> shipping. Um, nice antique Amish doll. I won't say it's haunted, but it's in good shape. Thanks. <laughs> like, oh yeah, I realized I'm an idiot. Um, <laughs> it's a cute necklace, but it seemed like two pieces glued together. So that's it was haunted, mm-hmm. but it was glued together. Oh wait, 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 wait! What do we have? Thirty-three goes four. Is this album over yet? I'm tired. Oh shit! Well, this song is bouncy, weird, and a little creepy. It's what the Teletubbies might listen to in hell. Whatever happened to the Teletubbies? They're probably partying with Nick Nolte right about now. Uh, and then it's Teletubbies, Nick Nolte says Nin Rocks, and then the caption says, this would probably seem pretty silly out of, taken out of context, and it has looming sense of dread and ear-splitting noise. Continue. Um, I just want, okay, I want to read a negative review. That might be more fun. Where do you find the reviews? Oh, come on. Oh, actually, I can't find a negative review. Oh, come on. So everyone was satisfied with their haunted shit, which means like this isn't even a con. People are getting what they what they want. Just got Miranda. She's beautiful. Trust this seller. A plus 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 smiley face. Let's uh, see. Adriana arrived safely last night. Evening. Last night evening. Uh, thank you for the sweets. What? Oh, she's selling candy too. Okay. Uh, my. Yeah, you're not my, uh, my... into it. <laughs> you're just like. Love him. Powerful doll, very <laughs> animated with watchful, moving eyes. Very mystical. We yeah. we got her and enjoy her. I think that would actually qualify as a two sentence creepy pasta. <sighs> oh wait, is this another? I'm yawning so crazily. Nope, no, it's the middle the, of the song. Yeah, okay, the, I'm just we're so at the excited. Fifty yard line here. Um, Thirty three ghosts. None of these amulets. They're all just like great item sold as described. I just, I don't want to, I want to try to find other things that are haunted than dolls. Like this soul vessel voodoo hoodoo. Wait, it's a voodoo hoodoo. (laughs) You do? Do what? Remind me of the babe. <laughs> this vessel, or the vessel is used to store a person's soul or hide the source of one's magic. It can also be used to capture another's soul by placing various objects inside. Another mes- method of the soul vessel is to trap a spirit or ghost. These vessels, we're talking about vessels and ghosts a lot. It reminds me of a certain. Oh my god. These vessels can become a container of power. Instructions on how to create will be included. Any questions, ask before you bid. (laughs) And then here's a little thing. All metaphysical, supernatural, and haunted items do not have an on and off switch. Some items take time to work and some work right away. Then there are some that may not work at all for a person's needs. You must consider this when purchasing items. If you do not know how to use or active, use or active, 
contact us and we will assist you. Oh, you're just not using your ghost doll right. Yeah. Oh, uh, there's there's the problem. You're not activating it correctly. What are you looking at? Um, I was looking at the scariest urban legend from every state. Wisconsin, 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 okay, Wisconsin. Here, here we go. It's, got, it's the Slender Man. It's absolutely the Slender Man. I mean, you're in comments now. Yeah, you're right. It's alphabetical, so I'm assuming Wisconsin is mm, toward the end. Yeah. WXY motherfucking Z. Is it on page 11, 11, 11, 11 here? 11, no, 11, 11, page 11, 11 was 10, a 10, trap. 10, 10, 10, 10. Okay. Washington, West Virginia, Wisconsin. Plastic surgeon experimenting on patients. Okay, hold on. First, I have to introduce 34 ghosts for the last few songs have been awfully noisy and the neighbors were starting to get pissed off. This one is much more la- relaxed, so hopefully I won't get evicted. It starts out with mostly banjos or mandolins or whatever the fuck guitar type instruments. I don't know, slash care. Then the court date, the court mandated introspective piano melody comes in. Not bad. Sounds like something on still. Other than the dried pancake syrup that I can't fucking seem to get off of it. What? Oh, some weird feedback noise starts to seep in towards the end because feedback is the best thing ever, apparently. I actually have this on, like, a quiet, um, on, like, a quiet playlist that I use when I am, like, coding or doing things that I need my brain for. Yeah, this is totally, like, sitting on a lazy lake in a little canoe. Okay, what's... Like your hand dangling in the water. What's that, uh, Wisconsin, Wisconsin urban legend? Glenn Tucker was a Wisconsin plastic surgeon who allegedly left dozens of people severely mangled after performing surgery on them. He was a long regarded as a good doctor, but to his patients, he was a monster. The uh, Miami New Times tell us to... I, I always go to the Miami New Times when I'm looking for the real scoop. Um, one of his patients who conned into two surgeries that seemed to solve none of her problems. So he anesthetized her and um, took her into a room that was not an operating room because it was occupied by a janitor mopping the floor. Um, and she awoke with electrical tubing up her nose. Um, Tucker entered the room and ripped it out by hand, tearing all the stitches. When she made it home from her second surgery, still dazed and heavily sedated, she knew instinctively her nose was worse than ever. So uh, just a just a Craigslist kind of surgeon. When was this, though? Here, let me consult the Miami New Times. Murder-suicide in the Keys unravels a doctor's decades-long mystery. Okay. There's a Sword and Scale episode on him! Wait, there... (laughs) What the fuck? (laughs) Oh, I am downloading this shit. Or no, this is just... It's not an episode. I'm sorry, you guys. It's not an episode. It's an article. Man. Okay, but, but, but. That's good, because then we can... In May of 2011, a concerned neighbor called the police after hearing gunshots ringing out of the home of 81-year-old Glenn Tucker. Described as a private man, Tucker often kept to himself, along with his wife, Joan. Tucker's neighbors, Douglas... Tucker's neighbor... Douglas Harrison claims that Tucker had seemed to be depressed since a stroke left his wife paralyzed and bound to a wheelchair. Weeks before hearing the shots, Harrison recalls a conversation he had with Tucker. Tucker stated point Blake, when life gets unbearable, I'll be gone. Um, 
Yeah, within the state of Wisconsin, Glenn Tucker had once been a renowned, renowned plastic surgeon that this, before the malpractice suits began. That is, oh my gosh, I can't read ever again anymore. Six people stepped forward and claimed that Tucker had intentionally disfigured them or performed procedures on them that led to worsening of their pre-existing conditions. One patient included a woman, um, yeah, who sh he left after a poorly timed, wait, what? Is that the song? That's really creepy. <laughs> that was the cat. Was it the cat? <laughs> Okay. After, here's, here's a quick and easy one from California, which I think is okay, pretty in keeping with the Nine Inch Nails theme. Alien blood poisons entire hospital. Not bad. I'm in. You know, sets the scene. That's the who, what, where, when. Um, over two dozen emergency room staff were KO'd. What the fuck? After a woman knocked out. Yeah, I know, but that's not like a real. You wouldn't use that in a news. Okay. After a woman <laughs> named Gloria Ramirez had her blood drawn in the ER. The very second her blood began being sampled, a foul odor filled the entire area, and Ramirez's skin began taking an oily sheen. Suddenly, multiple medical support staff began to pass out and or lose control of their limbs. Tight. Um, <laughs> Tight. <nice. laughs> um, the entire limbs. emergency room was evacuated, save for a skeleton crew of doctors still trying to save Ramirez's life. They failed, and she died 40 minutes after being admitted. Um, so, oh my god. Five were hospitalized. Um, the most severely uh, ill of them spent two weeks in inten intensive care where in addition to apnea which many of the other patients suffered she suffered from hepatitis, pancreatitis and avascular necrosis which, come on, do you know Latin? what does that mean? avascular necrosis it means your bones ain't got blood so your bones start to die inside of you which is, like, I don't you don't normally think about your bones being alive much, but like they are though, because they need blood and stuff to do their bony but things. They, are them. they need they need the blood and stuff for bone stuff to happen. You heard it and here that's first, Vi and that's Vintrant talk. Uh, bye. Um. Oh god, we got two more ghosts. <sighs> this is a long walk, babe. <laughs> we only have two more ghosts. <laughs> All right, thirty-five ghosts. Four. Finally, the last song. I mean, there's still one more after this. Another cool beat that Trent will probably take credit for because what is anybody going to do about it? Nothing. That's what. Go back and sit down, Atticus. The song isn't as cool as 29 Ghosts for it, but most of the songs are. Still better than Where Is Everybody? But then again, most songs are. <laughs> Why? And I it has like guitar wankering, ear splitting noise, and the boombox. Hot funky beats. We're basically filibustering this entire album. Yeah. Like we could be reading the goddamn phone book at this point. I mean, it's great. It's a wonderful atmospheric album that you can play while you're like on an MMO or playing a tabletop RPG. I don't with think your anybody's hearing studying. I don't think anybody's hearing me read Meathead and thinking, yeah, that's exactly how I felt about this song. Well, no, what I meant is I'm just trying to defend it because like, good God, just, just marking time as we make it through a three hour album. <laughs> Is, yeah. It's difficult. Yeah. We should have taken a million notes, but there's like no content there's, out yeah. there for us to use. So like here we are. 
Wow. Which which has been real fun, and I might actually go back to DeviantArt for a second. Make love inside my head. Apocalypse, I think. Chapter one, part one. Daniel. It's probably going to be very long. Yeah. Let's uh, find something shorter. Let's find something shorter. <laughs> oh, that's what she said. Boom, six. I thought it was over for a long time. And now we'll start with it in the only place that makes it possible. Here on Facebook. No, that's not even... That's the story. Right? Do what now? No. Oh, wait, no, that's the story? Why are you gaslighting me like this? That's not what gaslighting means. What you, now you're for sure <laughs> gaslighting me. <laughs> Don't be stupid. That's not what gaslighting means. Isn't that good? That's a good one, huh? That's a keeper. Um... Oh, man, the cat pooped in. It's all I can smell. <laughs> Listeners. Mesmerized by all the fireflies. Look into the end and tell me my future on the horizon. Trees cry the sweetest maple for their friends pierced and stapled. Gotta rhyme with maple. <laughs> it's the rules of the poetry I police. I love stapling my friends. Uh, oh, how I wish I were able to relay this depressing parable. <laughs> this is so bad. The birds as they sing their songs, everything is right where as it belongs. Desensitized by all the blind lies. Lies. Except instead of lies, they said less. That's fine. Lies! Uh, look at me, my friend, and tell me whatever is bleak on the horizon. This... Wait, just abandoning that rhyme thing that you were holding yourself to. With a so comma? Tough. Oh, the commas are everywhere. Never mind. The sky, it bleeds. To the dirt, the worm feeds. It's a long story. And I don't want to see. Why is everything so wrong? Things aren't where they belong. Mesmerized by all the fireflies, look into the end and tell me my future on the horizon. Desensitized by all the blind lies. Look at me, my friend, and tell me whatever's bleak on the horizon. Snaps, bangs, and cracks. Not at a range. Something has changed. The picking becomes incessant. Why is everything so different? Cars do not sound in the parking lot. In a place everyone forgot going on. Nothing is where it should belong. 36 goes for this time. Seriously, it's the last song. Of course, in typical Nin fashion, the last song has to be a real downer. More sad nobody loves me piano. It's basically Trent's way of saying, okay, party's over, now get the fuck out of my house. Hey, no problem. I mean, 31 Ghosts 4 already left, so there's not much reason to stick around anyway. Besides, it sounds like you're about to break into some into something I can never have at any moment now, and I definitely won't, don't want to be here for that. I'm taking your cool ranch Doritos, though. Later. We're in the last lap here. <laughs> so dramatic. <laughs> um. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. Oh, fuck. Oh, fuck. Oh, fuck. What you got? Oh, fuck. Oh my god. No, I see what it is. I see what it is. Okay, I'm not going to spoil it. Look it up. Because you just... Oh, wait. After okay. the song. Okay, okay, we'll do it as right. an outro. Oh, thank god. Okay, should we do our thing real quick? Do we have anything else to talk about? Do we have anything else to talk about? Um, Find us on Twitter. Well, yeah, I mean before that. No, um, okay, good. Go ahead. Find us on Twitter at at Trent Talk Pod. You uh -huh. can find me, Shia Carey, at at Shia Carey. <laughs> 
C H E Y A C A R Y. Now do yours and I'll spell your name. You can find me on Twitter at Claire E E Wolf. That's C L A R E E E Wolf. Damn it, I couldn't do that right at all. <laughs> wolf. Uh, just play it in a remix. A rem- a, an aromix. Get an aromix. <laughs> I can't. Whoa. No I think this is the most unhinged our show has ever, <laughs> ever been. I'm broken. Um, find us on Facebook. Facebook.com slash Trent Talkpod. You can find us benviewnetwork.com slash trenttalkpod if you do a review for us we might not abandon our whole singing you a song thing I don't know we might do it just do it please rate, review, and subscribe and share it And we're on Google Play now we're on iTunes we're on I almost said Twitter we're on Twitter we're on Stitcher we're on all those goddamn apps do the thing um any love you give us will come back tenfold. I will tell you that. Yeah. It will come back at least twofold. But up to, uh, up to ten. Because we're like self-conscious little fairies. And we need you to no, clap for us. No, 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 We are not fairy, little fairies. We what are about like goth fairies? <sighs> like um, you can get out of the vending machine sticker. You know what I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah I, of course. Of course. Of of course. I know what you're talking about. <laughs> Fuck. Okay, end this song and turn on the thing that I found. I just have to hear it. I have to hear it. I can't. I just. <laughs> I can't wait. <laughs> There it is. I'm so happy. <laughs> I, I want to hear it go full Ghostbusters. Oh god, that's good. <laughs> I really hate Uptown Fox too. I know I do too. Just when I thought Tumblr wasn't gonna come through for us. Yes. <laughs> oh my fucking god. There's not a better way we could have left this.
Yes. So good. Remember the first time you heard Uptown Funk and you're like, okay, it's got kind of a good beat. This song isn't, yeah. gonna, this song isn't gonna ruin my life for a whole year. And then it did. Well, it takes me back to that first time where it's like, alright, I'm with it. Because it opens we, with like a bunch of cocaine references and I was like, okay, uh, this that okay. White gold. Um, I just I just found a little something prancing across my feet. We did it. We made it through Ghost. So next week, you can look forward to us reviewing something a little bit more substantial with yeah. some some reviews, perhaps some impressions, perhaps even that long-forgotten segment. How much angst? Oh, my God. How much angst? We might even have a dad thought. Who knows? I might compare something to Bjork. <laughs> it is a, a full album release coming up, right? We're going to be doing... Oh, goodness. Why don't we just do... Inevitable Rise and Liberation of Nikki Tarka. Yeah, of course. I love that album very much, and I am looking forward to it. I haven't listened to it in a long time, so I'm excited. Oliver, how do you feel about it? He feels nothing about it. He's a kitty. He's just sniffing the microphone. Hi, kitty. So wet. And that's been our show. Nine Inch. Nailed it. This podcast is a part of the Benview Network. You can find this and other podcasts like it at BenviewNetwork.com.